Hello. Today's episode of Future of the Fairway is brought to you by American Classic Golf Club, home of the first world fling golf tournament. Here at American Classic, we like to do things a bit differently. We offer nine holes instead of 18. We like to deck out our golf carts and American flags, and we make sure to put the biggest emphasis on having fun. If you're ever visiting the Lewis or Rehoboth Beach areas or anywhere near Lower Delaware, please give us a call today to book your fling golf tea time. You can do so by giving us a call at 302-703-6662 or visiting us at AmericanClassicGolf.com for more information. We look forward to having you. We hope to see you soon. And do not forget, you got to aim high to let it fly. created our own little bubble okay like the nba bubble yeah and um like the only thing that i could finally convince my uh my boss to let me do was go play golf (laughs) (laughs) so i went to just the local course and my random partner was him and his his wife we were playing some holes and he takes out this fling stick experienced Gaelic games. So I got to play hurling, which is oh, like okay. a of lacrosse and field hockey and sword fighting. <laughs> it, it's nuts. <laughs> Welcome back to the Future of the Fairway podcast with Adam Copeland. I am glad to have you here. Appreciate those of you who are patient with uh, the one-day delay in getting this episode published, uh, really glad to have you back uh, and listening. This is episode 16. We've got two more episodes before the end of 2022 uh, that we'll be publishing. Uh, and then we'll uh, take a little bit of a break uh, in the new year uh, to reset, uh, get some additional interviews lined up. Uh, looking forward to doing some really Really cool things uh, next year with the podcast um, and getting some uh, some additionally uh, great guests uh, like we've had so far. Today, uh, I am really excited to share the interview I did with Sam Scannell, uh, who finished number two at the Virginia Fling Golf Open in the individual event and is ranked currently number five uh, in the World League Fling Golf rankings. Uh, Sam is an awesome guy. He uh, he can maybe do everything. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, the different uh, sports he's played, the different uh, certifications he's gotten, uh, his different interests, um, including his cat, uh, who's got uh, his own Instagram. Uh, we'll talk about that. You can find the uh, Instagram handle uh, in the episode description as well. Um, really cool stuff from Sam today. So um, uh, I'm really excited to share with you. Um, and uh, also a note on name pronunciation, uh, Sam Scannell like flannel. Um, even though he is very much like Scantron and automatic uh, in his game. So um, uh, I hope you enjoy uh, listening to the chat that Sam and I had. Uh, welcome to Future of the Variable Podcast. I am thrilled to have Sam Scannell uh, as my guest. Sam, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. It is good to talk to you. Glad to have you on the pod and uh, excited to 
get to find out about you and uh, your fling golf background, uh, as well as all your other background. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm having listened to the other ones. I'm excited to finally get on. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of folks that be excited to uh, to get a, to hear from you as well. Um, there's a bit of uh, of out of nowhere uh, factor that you had uh, at the Virginia Open, which was uh, which was really cool. Um, I think if, if there were folks that were paying attention on social media, uh, you know, you were. I don't want to say in a bad way lurking out there, but like, you know, I saw, I saw some of those uh, sidecars you were throwing in and um, draining uh, straight into the cup. And I was like, Oh, that's, that'll be, that'll be cool to see how he does. Some of those were actually first attempt. No, yeah, no. that's the fun, fun <laughs> part about watching online is like, you know, you could, you could do some legit stuff and, and edit it to make it even look, look even better. Or you could, right only post uh the good stuff <laughs> that's uh that's part of the fun of uh, of the tournaments and getting not only right. to meet people uh face to face but to kind of see how you match up um with uh with others yeah that's fun so how long had you been playing fling golf i first found it in march of 2020 so kind of right before or right as oh, right as the pandemic was, was hitting you know, right when covid was starting oh man so I was, I went randomly golfing one day. I was uh, working in Connecticut at the time and working at boarding school when the uh, pandemic started, we created our own little bubble. Okay. Like the NBA bubble. Yeah. And um, like the only thing that I could finally convince my, uh, my boss to let me do was go play golf. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to just the local course and my random partner was him and his his wife we were playing some holes and he takes out this fling stick and oh I'm like, wow he's like have you ever seen this before i was like no what's that shows it to me and that was now what almost three years ago which is crazy to think that yeah yeah how cool so um so that was your first encounter. Had you been a, uh, been playing traditional golf uh, for a while? Yeah, I'd been playing with my dad growing up. He okay. works in such a way where he gets to go on the golf trips, right, and talk oh, to nice. people on the golf course. So, <laughs> and he was growing growing up playing his whole life too. He actually told me he would have started uh, as a lefty because he batted baseball lefty and did okay. stuff lefty. Okay. But back in that day, they didn't have lefty clubs. Oh yeah. So he just had to play right. And then by the time lefty clubs came out, he had been playing long enough to where mm -hmm. he stuck to righty. So uh, did you, did you play lefty or are you? No, righty? I'm right-handed, right-handed everything. Okay. So um, I have a interesting idea of why I think that is that we'll get into later. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's actually, I think scientific reasons why. I'm already. Uh, that sounds yeah. exciting. Yeah, look forward yeah. to hear that. <laughs> so you were in, you were in Connecticut when the pandemic happened. Um, what were you doing? You said you were working at a boarding school. I worked at a boarding school. Yeah, I was a math teacher. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, teaching. Uh, it was an all boys boarding school, mm -hmm. and teaching high school math. So geometry, algebra two, precalculus, and even one calculus class. Okay. Okay. Um, which of those uh, would be your favorite to teach anyway? To teach was pre-calc, actually. Okay. 
just because I feel like those concepts are at the point where kids are, you have to start thinking rather than just mm -hmm. doing math, 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 math. Right, right. You're starting to apply things, mm -hmm. which like my major in college was just applied math. Okay. All right. So I, I just felt like I was good with numbers growing up and mm -hmm. I wasn't really a big fan of school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in school still. But just going <laughs> That's to how college, it works. You're right. Yeah. Going to college undecided. Just uh -huh. I like math. Sorry, right, I'll just keep doing math classes. Oh, I can get out of school by doing math. Okay, sure. That's awesome. But yeah, statistics and physics and that's, that's stuff. fascinating yeah. that um a lot of people I get, i've worked in um in higher ed uh mm -hmm. so uh and with a lot of students and uh you know find there it's not it's not too uncommon that you know kids who didn't like school and in high school get to college and they find what they love and get right. really invested into right. it um yeah. i but of those students at least my limited exposure i don't know many of who have found their niche and it was math. <laughs> like a lot of times it's, you know, you know, something uh, in, in integrated sciences or maybe, yeah. uh, you know, poli sci or uh, some of the humanities, maybe business stuff like that, that you get into, but, um, but math's a, a, almost yeah, a, a different beast. That's this really must, cool. This must be how my brain is wired. <laughs> so what was the, uh, the applied part? What did that, what did that mean? Just, classified by the university of rhode island where i went okay. okay applied math was just based on the classes i took okay i could have just been straight mathematics it could have been mathematics with a bachelor of science which is mine or a bachelor okay. of arts okay like you can get a different type of math, mm -hmm. applied mm -hmm. math. okay and that just determined that it steered me away from the combinatorics and the abstract algebra like i didn't want to take that okay okay stuff. <laughs> so, i find it interesting like it's very cool to think about and to get your brain kind of like in a knot <laughs> right right but your math would be more of the uh let me figure out the angle of my swing right yeah like okay. if this trajectory is going mm -hmm. at this angle at this velocity you can calculate all this yeah well like newtonian physics and things yeah like so you can you can look at a a quarterback's mechanics and tell if they're going to be able to make that yeah, uh, the Amazon charts. <laughs> <laughs> if they can row, uh, throw that uh, 20 yard out uh, on a rope or if they need to get some right. <laughs> loft underneath it. Cool. Cool. So, um, all right. So you were doing um, teaching math uh, in Connecticut that hit you. You said you went to the university of Rhode Island. Yeah. Yeah. Before Rhode Island, after uh, just high school, I went to Connecticut public okay. school. Um, after public school, I went to a prep school in Maine, uh, Bridgeton Academy. Okay. And that school is the only all boys, only post-grad school in the country. Okay. I'm pretty sure it still is. So every <laughs> single, every single student every year is a, just gone. You graduate. So it's a one-year one year school. It's not even a finishing school, but it's you right. do that after you get your uh, high school diploma. Yep. Most of the students have their high school diplomas. Some okay. of them go for their senior year and then do a double-year post-grad year. But the majority of mm -hmm. the students are high school graduates, either were wanting to do sports to pass clearinghouse for Division One sports, mm -hmm. or in my case, I just knew I wanted to play college hockey. And knew oh, that okay. knew that my 
schooling was good enough, but I needed to mature more physically and going away. The school is boarding school. So you get Mm -hmm. to learn how to live in the dorms with others. Yeah. So that when you're a freshman, you're a year older, you've already Mm -hmm. lived away for a year and you you got a head start on everybody else. So it was really, you you hate it when it, when you're there, it's quote unquote, (laughs) I'm in prison. Uh, No, it's, you you don't see how good it is until you're out. Which is, which is cool. So um, wanting to play uh, college hockey. uh, So where did you grow up? Because it must've been someplace that had a high school competitive high school hockey. So I was born in Massachusetts. Okay. Um, in in Worcester, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we lived in Sturbridge, old Stur- near old Sturbridge Village, no, old Sturbridge Village. The uh, lived there till I was five. Okay. And with my dad's uh, insurance job, we moved to Virginia for three years, mm-hmm. right outside Richmond. Um, then Pennsylvania for one year, mm-hmm. and then to Connecticut, starting in fourth grade through high school and then when I was in college we waited till my sister graduated high school and my parents moved to upstate New York okay okay cool so um did you play any other sports uh either in high school or or growing up I I played almost every sport except like lacrosse I played I did one lacrosse camp but Mm -hmm. the uh being one of the better athletes at the camp the high school helper with the coach was there and he's slashing me and doing like what lacrosse is supposed to do. But I'm like, right. as a hockey player, I'm like, that's a penalty. No, you can't do that. No. So it kind of turned me off to the sport of lacrosse, okay. but I feel yeah. like it, it would have been really fun if I stuck through it. Uh-huh. But no, ice hockey was my main sport. Okay, cool. But I did martial arts. I'm a second degree black belt. Oh, nice. I've got, I have some first place uh, sparring trophies from my day. Which, uh, which martial art? It's a mixture. It was called Shaolin Kempo Karate. Oh, okay. Valaris was the name of the, the school. Okay. Awesome. So, like, yeah. Mr. Valari, Master Valari created his own version. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'm immediately thinking of Cobra Kai. <laughs> I don't know if you've watched that, but that's a, we're big fans of that show uh, in our house. At least Kathy and I, we haven't let the kids watch it yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just know the uh, Karate Kid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well it's good I, I the other thing i would mention is um i know uh, ken has um has a good background in martial arts um, right yeah yeah so did, did i just hear you challenge him to uh, a match and uh, you know we'll, you will have a, a round uh, friendly, of fling golf and then sparring, we'll have a, a yeah. sparring after that okay <laughs> awesome a little grapple no. uh, <laughs> maybe well, that becomes that'll be one version of the finals well um, i'll have to practice uh wrestling right now i'm helping out with our wrestling team at school Okay. Okay. Well, we've got yeah. some other some some uh, folks with wrestling backgrounds too. <laughs> At boarding school in Connecticut, I was the each season we had to do uh, we had to help with the sport or uh-huh. two out of the two out of the three seasons. And I did soccer in the fall, and then in the winter they did, it was too small a school to have hockey. Okay. So there was already like people who had been there for a few years that did basketball and other mm-hmm. sports so wrestling was available and i knew i had the martial arts background oh okay I, like, I can help sure so i learned how to do official like wrestling it's so legit and oh that's stuff. awesome yeah and then having that season at connecticut boarding school moving down here when now that i'm i was a math teacher at boarding school mm-hmm. moving down here i'm now the athletic director at a middle school 
Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, at, at Durham uh, Nativity School. And having to kind of figure out what to do sports-wise in each season, I was kind of calling around in the local areas and asking, mm-hmm. what, how to start programs, how to do this, how to do that. And Google search like wrestling in local Durham areas and see someone's name and I see Duke wrestling. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll give him a call. And just, <laughs> like say, hi, I'm new to the area. I don't really know kind of too much about mm-hmm. the local wrestling, but I think it'd be really cool if our school could start a program. And he was, he liked it at first, like kind of looked into our school mm-hmm. and uh, showed up one day with, with a very nice gift to help us start with, start a program. Oh, wow. And How cool. Since season has started, they've been coming uh, one out of our two days and teaching the kids. It's, it's been really, really cool. Wow. It's always good to hear good things about Duke. Um, yeah. My uh, my granddad, uh, he had a um, his uh, math degree from NC State. Uh, my dad was born in Raleigh and grew up in Newport News, um, but somehow we grew up uh, Carolina fans, um, not NC State fans. Probably because there's a a version right. of uh, they were really good, and it's always easy to cheer for a good team. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> that was that was me growing up in New England. It was oh, I like to see Duke lose. I like to see Duke lose, <laughs> but I didn't really like have an opinion. Like uh-huh, when, uh-huh. I, when I moved down here, the first thing I'm asked is, "All right, Duke or UNC?" Duke Carolina, yeah, because it, it, it means a lot. Oh, <laughs> so I uh, I had to go with the idea of. I've always liked seeing Duke lose. Right. And right. University of Rhode Island is kind of that like light blue, baby blue uh-huh, color. Uh-huh. All my t-shirts and things are UNC colors. So I feel like I have to stick <laughs> my colors. <laughs> but I have been successfully converted with the all the connection with Duke. So well, and that's so, yeah. a it's a legitimate connection too, which is yeah. really cool. And they're doing something good for um what uh, what age students did you say? It's middle school. Middle so it's school. all, yeah, all awesome. boys that have uh some of them have uh financial difficulties at home. Mm-hmm. So there's like scholarship things through Duke University all like oh, already awesome. and yeah it's really awesome. And I've actually reached out to uh quote unquote the guys that mm-hmm. they say uh fling golf they even nicely gave us a couple uh, fling sticks, the little green yeah, uh, nice sticks, mm-hmm, home mm-hmm. golf balls to really let the kids throw it as far as they can. Yeah. Because I, I had my own set that I've been using at PE with the, mm-hmm, with the mm-hmm. graders, but having seen their post about wanting to get into schools and give it to PE teachers. Yeah. Says, yeah. I am a perfect candidate. I, for that. I you know, I, I, um, I told Latham and Gwendolyn it's one of their, uh, movement teachers uh about that and got him to sign up um and then when you came and uh at the virginia open and talked to you a little bit and found out you were an athletic director i was like crap now sam's like sam's a shoe in like they have to (laughs) have to give it to him i'm i'm waiting to see who who gets that uh but i I thought that was a great initiative because that's that's one of the ways uh ways to go and then talking with uh coach lefty recently and seeing what he's doing with fling golf and first tee just another great avenue uh to to get kids at a younger age um not only on the golf course but uh learning play fling golf unrelated to fling golf at our school durham first Mm tee 
reached out to me and said they wanted to take our guys to Duke University's golf course. Oh wow! Which I'm jealous, right? I, I've I'd like to play there, but no. <laughs> well, you, they need a chaperone, right? Exactly right, yeah. And but <laughs> I got I got tied up with wrestling. No, I'm not complaining. Wrestling <laughs> tied up, but don't right, yeah. <laughs> but no, no. First, he's started to work with us, and we're gonna do more sessions in the in February. When okay. It, luckily, down here in North Carolina, we get extra time to play golf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. And we will be right back after this message from our sponsor. This episode of Future of the Fairway podcast is sponsored by Yada Golf. Yada Golf and Flink Golf are a perfect pair. Both value inclusion, encouragement, passion, and being your whole self. Yada Golf has the best line of men's and women's golf shirts you'll find out there. I love the feel and texture of my polos, as well as their eye-catching designs. I'm currently rotating through Vintage King, Light Wave, and Fresh Flavors. And my favorite is whichever one I'm wearing that day. They've got premium polos for those who want to stand out on the golf course, and premium polos for those who want to keep a lower profile. Yada Golf. Master the shirt game. Conquer the short game. And now back to the future of the Fairway podcast. So, man, we—I feel like we've uh, been crisscrossing the uh, Eastern Seaboard with you um, for that. So you were—you're uh, now currently in Durham. Um, yep. Did you move there from uh, from Connecticut? Yeah, from boarding school in Connecticut. Okay. I actually the I became good friends with one of the other. Uh, like administrators at boarding mm-hmm. school in Connecticut. And he got a new job down here at the school I'm currently at. Okay, cool. So I hitched a ride and made my way. I, I escaped New England. It, <laughs> no, it, it's been awesome. I've I've really enjoyed being down here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's not, that's a really nice place uh, to be, the Research Triangle area. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just, you know. I'm surprised on how much uh, hockey there is down here being – being with my hockey background, I'm actually mm-hmm, mm-hmm. senior in high school. I got a certified referee, hockey referee oh, okay. for one season. But then when I graduated and went off to college, I didn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But moving down here, needing a little extra income, oh nice! I got recertified. I've been hockey refereeing. Wow! And, and, and does does the skating come back pretty easily? Like riding yeah. a bike? Oh yeah! And having played in college and then after mm-hmm. college, I actually towards the end of my senior year of college um it, i graduated in december i needed an extra one okay. semester mm-hmm. my boarding school in maine was having an alumni hockey game so i went up to maine to play in the game and that year there was a brand new head of school okay. so i went and introduced myself and said hi yeah i'm actually about to graduate in a month <laughs> and he like I know you guys have an internship program here and mm-hmm. things like that and he goes yeah the actually the assistant hockey coach has to leave oh wow halfway through the year in a month oh my goodness <laughs> so I he moved out of his apartment and I moved into his apartment <laughs> I, like it, it couldn't have been more of a like perfect that's sweet that's really spot, right yeah. yeah yeah and then because of being the hockey coach at a boarding school that does like college prep classes, I now have to do yeah. something during the day. 
mm-hmm. and being a math major, I just, sat, yeah, I sat in math classes. I was a tutor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. things like that in boarding school. So I'm a dorm parent. I live right in yeah. with the kids. Just and building experience. Oh yeah, it was great. Yeah. I um, was a student there and then went back mm-hmm. and was a teacher there. That's cool. And was a dorm parent in the same dorm that I lived in. <laughs> Shout out to Holt. <laughs> so you tell the kids, hey, you, you guys don't fool around because I used to live here. <laughs> so it was awesome. I was there for the rest of that half year mm-hmm. and then one more full year. Okay. So I got to see the half of those kids. They all graduated. Mm-hmm. And then I got a full year of full students. All right. Which is such a unique thing that yeah, they have. Yeah, it really is. Really uh, is. Victor Cruz went to that school. Oh, okay, uh, cool. Giants wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. And then a couple, couple of, like Patriots players. I think it, Wiggins, his last name. Okay. From, like the '90s or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some cool athletes went there. One yeah. of my classmates actually went pro in uh, baseball. Oh, cool. What uh, what position did he play? He was a, a pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds. Okay, nice. Amir Garrett. Very cool. Is he still uh, still in the majors? I'm not sure. I know a few years ago he was uh, on ESPN getting in a little scuffle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to shout that out, but oh, yeah. that's, that's my claim to fame right there. It's that's like, oh, that's my classmate. That's awesome. I, I love I love connections like that. Um, I've got a, um, a a guy that was a year ahead of me in school. We went to a small private school in Alabama. Um, mm-hmm. He got he went to went to college for three years and uh, then got drafted by the Marlins and was their system for a while. But he had a let's see uh, I'm get it wrong but yeah nine or ten or eleven year major league career. Um, and he's got some really cool like he he finished up with the Royals and got to. I think he made, he was with their team when they went to the World, World Series, but didn't win it. And that was his final year before he retired. Um, mm-hmm. He um, uh, he was with the A's um, when Moneyball came out. So um, his wife was my classmate. He was a year ahead of us, but like they all got to go to the premiere. And so oh, she's got, they've cool. got these pictures yeah, yeah. with Brad Pitt and the rest of the cast. <laughs> um, but he uh, he hit two grand slams in Whoa. one game. Um and so the Hall of Fame uh, asked for his bat. Um, so, you know, I, I I think my parents visited the Hall of Fame a few years ago, and I don't remember if it, I think it may have been displayed, but you know, they only display like ten percent of what they have. But right, true. Um, but that was something uh, cooler comes in and they put it back in storage. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout out to Josh Willingham, uh, who's uh, uh, was a fantastic uh, baseball player. We played uh, soccer. Um, and basketball uh together but uh yeah standout guy he was um when i moved to virginia he was in his last year second last year uh, with the nationals so i was able to drive over and watch a couple of games uh before he then i think he went to the a's after that but yeah uh, really cool to to see um friends and classmates and you know acquaintances that and kind of watch their their past through the um uh, yeah through those careers and get a little bit of a, an insight, um, different perspective than what you see on ESPN all the time. Right. Yeah. Um, I'll have to, I have to shout out another, uh, Parker. He, uh, he actually called me to sub to sub him into referee a hockey game tonight. And 
knowing okay. that I was no, I was doing this. I, so I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll get you on the next one. But I so refing here has been a lot of fun. I being down here with very few refs, I can take so many games. There's a refing shortage, really, kind of nationwide oh, okay. in a, a lot of sports. Mm-hmm. But hockey around here is very needed of referees. Um, last year, I did one game at uh, PNC Arena where the Carolina Hurricanes play. It was a youth girls game, but it was still, I was like, I'll, I'll do that. Like, oh, wow. Eight on the NHL ice. That's awesome. And, yeah. So when I got there, I got to go in the, the entrance where all the players are in. And uh-huh. It was funny. One guy goes, oh, where are your kids? I, like I, I literally think he thought I was a player. I just walked in with like my referee bag, so I don't have a stick. I don't have any yeah, bags. Yeah. Up. <laughs> and you can't really tell hockey players outside their equipment. Right, right. Right. So I guarantee he thought I was a player. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but no, um, so the, I was shown where to go by uh, Shane Willis, who's an ex NHL Hurricanes player who okay. works with the Hurricanes currently. Mm-hmm. And I, not being from the area, I'm a Bruins fan. So I don't, I didn't recognize <laughs> him. I didn't. So I was like, oh, thank you. And I asked, like, oh, I, I'm a teacher. I don't really do anything in the summer down here besides mm-hmm. referee. Is there anything like that you guys do? Then he's like, oh, I run a Hurricanes summer power skating camp for, oh, awesome. for kids. And I, when I was younger, was working in those and doing those. I was like, can I help? So I got his contact and mm-hmm. was able to work over the summer in a, the skating thing. So I got to do more hockey. Oh, that's awesome. And with that contact, they have a program canes in school. Mm-hmm. So the other day I drove over to PNC arena and they gave our school street hockey sticks, street hockey. Oh, net, that's awesome. Balls, pinnies. Oh yeah. They, it's, it's really cool. Good for them. So it's, how I uh, haven't uh, used it yet, but we're going to play uh, a lot of street hockey. What um, and what percentage are you out of possibly being converted? Um, you know, again, kind of like with Duke, you know, they, <laughs> they the do some nice things. Now. You know, yeah. in the area, the hurricane. I've is. already I've been here for just over a year. Okay. I've been to more Hurricanes games in person than Bruins games in person. Oh wow! Just because it's not exactly the easiest thing to get into Boston. Sure. From Connecticut <laughs> or. I, I would guess uh, a Bruins stick is probably a bit a bit tougher to get to. Right. Well, I've also been to more games because I've lucked out and met a couple of people with season tickets. That's the way to go. When yeah, I, so I've uh, gotten the the leftovers and uh-huh. a couple of that, uh, yeah. That that's the best. I, my I think the first year I lived in San Antonio, um, I was working at a church and uh, several of our members had season tickets and. Um, I mean, it's 40, 41 games, uh, 41 right. home games. And it's just a and lot. And all playoff games. Like I went yeah. to when the Bruins came here last year in the playoffs. I went to yeah. all, they lost all four games I went to. My friends in Connecticut <laughs> and Massachusetts were saying, stop, stop going to the games. Stop. It's your fault they're losing. <laughs> no, I'm not affecting the games, Drury. Like, come on. Um, but no, that that's fun. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, so outside of um, outside of work, what are um, and and fling off? What are some of the things that you get up to for fun? Um, not exactly for fun, but I've got a. It's me and my cat down here. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Finn. He's 
his name is Finn because he was born with what's called split paw. Okay. So I was deciding between Nemo or <laughs> it came up with Finn, right? Because he's got the one smaller yeah, unusable hand versus the, yeah. <laughs> and I'm the, I'm the weird guy who made Finn a Instagram page. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't say that's weird. Uh, I, a lot of people are doing it, right? <laughs> absolutely. And uh, I would guess uh, who's gotten more followers, you or you or Finn? At the moment, it's still me. Okay. But he's on his way. He's He has a video with 219,000 views. All right. Future of the Fairway listeners, go out there, find find Finn's uh, Insta. We'll put it in the uh, episode links, but um, <laughs> let's make sure uh, Finn gets past uh uh, the number of followers that uh, Sam has. <laughs> yeah, past uh, Scantron. It's my fling fling golf name. Yeah, <laughs> had that had that uh, nickname been around for other stuff? Um, so yeah, no. The, the way that I came up with that, I didn't come up with it. So at college hockey, everyone has their own little names they call each other. And yeah, yeah. Shout out to Brian Shear. He just being the the funny guy in the locker room, loves to talk, mm-hmm. talk, talk. Scandal, scandal, Scantron. Hey, yeah, Scantron. Yeah, pass those tests. Come on, yeah. Like, no, it was really funny. And then that just kind of stuck. And my Instagram was already had Scantron in it from that. So yeah. then when Fling Golf needed nicknames, and there you go. There it was. <laughs> Automatic. Easy transition. And then yeah. having placed second place in the one tournament mm-hmm. gave me enough of the, the points to put me in fifth. People are now saying I need to start branding and doing this. I came up with a logo using Scantron. Nice. nice. Now we so, got to figure out if that's going to uh, find its way to court. If uh, the company Scantron's going to come after you, is, it, is there a company called Scantron, or they just call their stuff Scantrons? Who knows? I, I, I kind of feel like it's the the Xerox and uh, go make a Xerox, go make a copy right. type of thing. Um, uh, so we'll, yeah, we'll have to look into that. Um, yeah. I think I think if they are a company, we can talk about them on your on air. We're not going <laughs> to run into any copyright violations here. Right, right. So um, you've been playing for for about three years. Um, were you aware of the Delaware tournament and just couldn't make it? What was the, um? So I saw that it was going on, but I, at the time I was at boarding school in Connecticut, mm-hmm. and I think that was during COVID, right? Delaware was during or after it had begun right it was it was May of uh, 22 so right right okay. coming, coming so out of that, that already happened yeah I think our bubble, been, um, our bubble had burst at okay. that point yeah but I think just the timing of it didn't work out I was gonna say, it was probably still within the school yeah, it, was, it was during school so yeah. I think my duty or whatever it was weekend duty um shout out to my weekend duty partner I was going to say, shout out to Brandon Hammond, who's going to be all over that joke. Um. Uh Uh-oh. The, uh, I couldn't make it, but watching it on ESPN gave me the knowledge of what a Reggie was. Oh, okay. So I had no idea that a Reggie was even like a thing. So I wasn't Mm -hmm. keeping track of it. I wasn't trying to get them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when that explanation came in and I was like, Oh wow. Okay. I, now I've got a real chance at this. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that was, a, yeah. Uh, extra um, knowledge and motivation to, uh, to right. feel competitive uh, for that. Right. And then in Virginia, having 
um, my fling golf group, I had Zach in my mm, group. Okay. Yeah. And he was, he was on fire that mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm. He was doing some, some sidecars just off the green in. Yeah. He's got an awesome short game or awesome game all around, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I needed those Reggie's that day because if there were no Reggie's, I wasn't going to make the playoff. <laughs> What um so what's your um what did you get in your distance to um through the summer? My I can I'm over like 215. Okay. Like consistently. Mm-hmm. Um depending on like the weather, it'll affect it, obviously. But yeah. and then talking with SBL, like the, the type of ball de- depends on the the distance also. Yeah, that can have a nice it's, impact. It's, what were you machine. what were you playing with? Um I don't know. I think it might have been a Callaway, but okay. who knows? Maybe someone will uh, help me decide what ball I want to use. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know how many how many sponsors we have listened to the podcast yet. Uh, I know we've got a good right. number that, that do, but um, yeah, I think that that's going to be an exciting thing the next uh, next several months to see what what sponsorships show up. And uh, Aust- Austin's got a really cool one with as Austin with says. now. Um, so yeah, I'll have to get some of those balls and, and play with them and see how they, how they match up. Right. And we will be right back after this message from our sponsor. The future of the fairway podcast is sponsored by mission belt. Mission belt is a belt company that donates a dollar from each belt sold to fight hunger and poverty through micro lending. The belts are designed to fit perfectly without any holes so that you can tighten them to your exact liking. And let me tell you, they're incredible. I bought my first mission belt several months ago, and it's been the best belt I've ever owned. It adjusts every quarter of an inch, giving me the perfect fit every time. You've got to get you one of these. Like Fling Golf, Mission Belt was featured on Shark Tank, and I love that connection. And I love the fit, the look, and the ease of using the belt. Mission Belt fits perfectly, fights poverty. And now back to the future of the Fairway podcast. The uh, so my freshman year of college, I was playing hockey mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. Rhode Island, and we were on our way to playoffs in Delaware. Ironically. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Playing, we weren't playing Delaware. I think we were playing Stony Brook that day. Okay, but it was just hosted, hosted by there. University of Delaware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, they were in our league. And the morning of playoffs, I we were staying in a hotel room. So I go downstairs, get breakfast, go back up to the room, take a nap before our game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, teammates are in a room. So it's sharing a, sharing a bed with a teammate. Yeah. And I, I had a seizure in my sleep. Oh, wow. That I didn't know was going to happen. Or I'd, unprovoked by anything. Sure. And when I woke up, the coach was standing over me, like, what did, and I was, what, what happened? Like you had oh, a seizure. Wow. Yeah, I, I didn't know it happened if there was nobody there. And what, what do you mean? We have a game later. So, <laughs> no, no you're, not, you're not in the lineup. <laughs> you're you're going to go to the hospital and figure out what's going on. It's like, geez. Okay. So I go, we're in Delaware. So my, uh-huh parents aren't there they get 
they get the call saying what happened. I do tests and find out I had a brain tumor. Holy crap. That was, wasn't uh, emergency. So okay. I didn't need to do anything immediately, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. had to figure out what the issue was or how, oh, to, wow. how, to, how to figure it out. And uh, needed, needed surgery to remove mm-hmm. the brain tumor. Mm-hmm. The brain tumor is what caused the seizure. And had you had a seizure prior to that? Not that I had known of. Okay. Oh. Wow. After figuring out, kind of getting to the bottom of the story, mm-hmm. looking back on it, I was having quote unquote mini seizures. They called oh, huh. they called auras. Okay. That I it wasn't the big grand mall shaking, foaming mm-hmm. up the mm-hmm. It's that it almost like when you're in a roller coaster, you get that woo feeling in your stomach. Okay. Uh-huh. I would get that feeling in a situation and feel like I had been in that situation before almost like i called it deja vu to my mom okay okay it feels eerily weird like the matrix yeah yeah and watching the newest matrix seeing the cat's name is deja vu i it blew my mind but that's (laughs) a little personal thing (laughs) but no those were uh so mini seizures and after having the surgery they tumor cells were tested mm-hmm. it was benign okay so benign and slow growing since birth oh, so wow it just got big enough to cause the big seizure at that later moment when i was a freshman in college wow but those wow. mini seizures were just quote unquote short circuits of the the brain wiring where uh where in your brain was it so, so going back to when I was saying the science of why I think I'm all right-handed. Okay. Okay. Brain tumor was on the right side of my head, right, right hemisphere, uh-huh. which means the left side was the healthy side mm-hmm. doing all my function my whole life. Uh, okay. And it was located specifically in the amygdala and hippocampus, mm-hmm. which luckily has duplicate sides. Right. So when they removed one side, my, I did a neuropsych test before and after mm-hmm. my test scores improved afterwards. Oh, oh goodness. Whether, whether that's because I knew the test was in kind of what the questions were and it was already sure, covered. sure. But the point of that was my, that I was they didn't go down. Yeah, right, exactly. So that theory of the tumor being on the right side of my brain, mm-hmm. forcing the left side to function my whole life. Mm-hmm. left side of the brain controls the right side of my body yeah so i'm all right-handed my mm-hmm. then my math brain right the left side of your it's brain the an- is analytical part exactly so that's why i like yeah. math i like that type of thinking i not a huge fan of reading and writing even though my mom will say i'm good at it i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah with the math stuff i love now having brain surgery mm-hmm. it, i like to brain surgery math background i like to mess with people a little bit <laughs> kids at school even even faculty at school it's like uh-oh here's mr channel what's he gonna tell me right now <laughs> like today not really a brain teaser but mm-hmm. today um was announced that the first ever nuclear fusion occurred in a laboratory 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw that there was an announcement that was pending for that. That's, yep. that's really it was exciting. Successfully done, yeah, in California, which is super cool. Damn, that'd be, I mean, talk about a game changer. Um, yeah, you, you put in a certain amount of energy and get out more than you put in. Yeah. Theoretically, infinite, awesome. clean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you know, how how it scales up and what right you know uh, i'll be interested to read more about what what how much is going to take to be able to do that but i mean we've we humanity have been trying to do that for for quite some time and to have a breakthrough like that's pretty exciting speaking of infinite i'll do a little math tangent mess with some people have you have you ever heard of the infinite hotel i have not so the infinite hotel is a thought experiment where okay there's this hotel with an infinite number of rooms and every room is full. There's no vacancy. Okay. So when someone comes up to the front desk, hi, hi, I need a room. Okay. The person gets on the loudspeaker. All right. I need everybody to pack up their stuff and move down to the door next to you. So room number one, you move to room number Mm -hmm. two, Mm -hmm. two, you move to room number three and so on. In infinity, mathematically, everyone it goes on forever. You can everyone can shift over one. So it can always be full, but always have space. Right. And then therefore room number one's now empty and person can go in. So that infinite hotel that is always full has enough room for another person. So what gets even what gets even trippier is now a bus shows up with an infinite number of people on that bus. (laughs) They get to the front desk and the person says, all right, give me one second. Gets on the loudspeaker. All right, I need everyone to pack up their stuff and double their room number and go to that room. So person number one will go to room number two. Mm -hmm. Person number two will go to room number four. Person number three will go to room number six. Okay. Person number a million goes to room number two million mm-hmm. and then that infinite number of people getting off the bus now will fill room number one room number three room number five room number seven all the way to infinity is that the fibonacci sequence no it's not do you know what the fibonacci sequence is what is it change of subject real quick what is it Ah, uh, crap no i i know it's Along those lines of uh, right. moving and doubling, is it um, use the number one previously. one previously one one two three what that yep. five yep uh, what's the next yeah uh, eight yep, yep. thirteen <laughs> and what's cool is that Fibonacci sequence exists in nature that's the oh yeah so that's the um uh, yeah, the golden the cla- ratio, golden ratio. Yeah. yeah I I that's the cool side of math anyone who thinks math isn't fun. That's right. Get past the school math and then you get to play with math. <laughs> that's that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My the semester right before I graduated, mm-hmm. I needed that extra semester because I had to with the brain surgery, I took that year off from school. So uh, let, let's go back to that. So you um you didn't need you didn't need the surgery immediately. Oh right. When when did you go and uh, and do that? So I had that uh, seizure at the end of my freshman year. Okay. I started school sophomore year 
playing hockey, played oh. for a couple games, and coach wasn't really playing me too much. Okay. So made the decision to I'm going to pull out of school, have the surgery in January 2014. Okay. And then take the rest of that year off to recover. Mm-hmm. And then that following fall, do mm-hmm. my sophomore year again. Okay. And I played a season after oh, wow. surgery. Oh, sheesh. Was cleared medically from the doctors and had my helmet on. I did get hit from behind once really, really bad. And there's some, there's a oh. really funny picture, not quote unquote funny, sure. of me like face planting right against the boards, <laughs> like perfect angle. <laughs> um, did the other team know that you had had brain surgery? They no, didn't. but my coach did. And he didn't really play me too much. So, <laughs> yeah, no, that, that man, that's a tough, yeah, that'd be a tough call as a coach. Um, uh, yeah, so, I mean, to, to have, you've got medical clearance, um, right? Had medical uh, clearance, but I mean, in the back of his head, hey, this player had brain surgery, absolutely. So, how, how, yeah. right? so that following season, he uh cut me. Oh, yeah, I tried out and I mean, didn't come in the best of shape, but we're mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're a club team, it's official, so we have tryouts every year, and you okay. still have to make the team every year. Um, but I felt like I could still. Mm-hmm. good enough to be on the team having been on the team for a few years is what it is i viewed it as a mercy killer <laughs> that was my personal all right that's the reasoning get over yeah, it. yeah yeah but college was good afterwards i had more fun my grades went up <laughs> well that's impressive that you your fun went up as well as your grades um it's typically yeah, it's more free time because playing yeah. hockey it, uh, they call you a student athlete but you're an athlete student i was gonna say i um when I was a grad student at Alabama, um, I had a few tennis and golf athletes in some of the classes I taught. Um, but one of uh, mine and Kathy's friends, um, who's still teaching there, um, knows somebody in the athletic department who um, does a lot of the scheduling for the incoming freshman football team. And he teaches one of the first-year freshman writing classes. Uh, he's a fantastic instructor, um, probably – I mean, he's won awards, but he's um, he's also a really fun follow on Twitter. Um, yeah, but so he gets a lot of the athletes uh, that a lot of the football athletes that end up being, you know, household names. And so it's fun listening, watching him, uh, reading him on Twitter. And uh, he's got a podcast that he started uh, this past yeah. fall on Alabama football. And just knowing the, the personal side of some of like, you know, Najee Harris is in the NFL now. And right. he had he had Najee as a freshman uh, yeah, in his cool. class. And uh, <laughs> Uh, it's it's fun to have that, but I mentioned that to say the the life of an athlete student or student athlete um, is intense, and it's uh, it's a huge commitment because you've you've got to keep your grades up uh, if you want to play. Um, you've got to to make sure that you're getting practice time. Uh, you got to keep up with your studies. Um, you were a math. When did you declare to be a math major? Um. After my freshman year, we were okay. allowed to go in undecided. Okay. So you, I mean, you're taking uh, math classes, which even if they come easy to you are, are not necessarily right. be an yeah, easy I'm doing math problems that are multiple pages per problem. Right. So, you know, that's not fun. It's, it's a time suck as well. Right. What was fun in college, luckily being in uh, Rhode Island, mm-hmm. my final semester, I needed one extra credit. Oh, Okay. I was mm-hmm. at, you needed like 120 total. Mm-hmm. I had like 119. I found a sailing class, 
intro to sailing. <laughs> it was so fun. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I think having completed that class, I can go back to the uh, marina where it was and, uh-huh. hey, I, I did that class and they'll let me take out one of their student boats. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Man, so you I, are... I did that for the extra credit and then went to Ireland for an internship for some oh, credits. Yeah, oh, nice. I did a two-month summer internship in Dublin, Ireland. What a great city. Dublin is Yeah, it was uh, Trinity awesome. College, kind of right there in the center. Mm-hmm. Take my bus to my internship at Experience Gaelic Games. So I got to play hurling, which is oh, like okay. a of lacrosse and field hockey and sword fighting. <laughs> it, it's nuts. <laughs> oh, that's wild. The Irish know how to do it. Yeah, yeah. I um, I had some buddies uh, from Texas, and I went to um, Ireland for a week. And we were we started out in Dublin, and then rented a car. We were in Dublin for I think three or four days, but we stayed at a hostel right yep. in the middle of uh, right by Temple Bar. Um, I didn't know what a hostel was. Temple Bar, I was told by the locals, is a tourist trap. Yeah, our hostel was right next to it. <laughs> so it, it was a beautiful picture, but we found some yeah. really, uh, really nice music uh, down around from there. I th- I think we went in there. I don't know that we had a drink. We, yeah. I think probably the most fun we had was um, the Ring of Kerry. Um, yep. Um, I think we drove around that. When my parents came to visit, there's a, a mm-hmm. pub called Scannell's Pub or Scannell's Bar. Oh, so nice. We had to go discover and yeah, what Scannell's yeah. Bar was about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. But what was really cool about uh, the internship is meeting mm-hmm. some of the guys who actually worked at that experience, Gaelic mm-hmm. Games they all play in their local town uh, clubs okay. and some of them are good enough to play for the County Dublin team oh, for, wow. for hurling. And one summer, the Dublin couple Irish teams came to Fenway park and played hurling at Fenway. Oh, really? And knowing um, some of those guys, one of them was the goalie for the Dublin team. Ooh. So I went there and, like said hi and afterwards i ran down to like say hello in person yeah and europeans are so nice especially in ireland mm-hmm, he, did mm-hmm. the, he took off his jersey and gave it to me oh wow i have oh, cool. it's got fenway dirt on it still like <laughs> in the boston sports fan my uh the, the bruins are playing right now i'm the patriots won last night like, that's that right exciting yeah this I'm, is a uh, big time of year um uh, with Christmas coming up, uh, yeah. with break next week, my dad and I are going to Las Vegas. Oh, sweet. To watch the Patriots watch. play the Raiders. Oh, how cool. What, yep. what a great stadium that looks like. Uh, yeah, it looks really, really cool. I mean, we're excited. That's nice. Yeah, it's our second annual uh, Patriots away game. Follow the Patriots where they go. Where was it last year? Uh, Carolina. Okay. It was my first year here. The Patriots came. So my dad came down to see my place and to uh-huh, uh-huh. go to the game. And I joked with him, it's our first annual Patriots away game. <laughs> <laughs> so this year when the new season, the schedule came out and we saw the options of where to go. And yeah. Vegas, Christmas break. That's easy. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> I've never been before. Like, I'm excited. Being a math major. Oh, so uh, th- this is, yeah. What? So what's your... Uh your prep for this and what's the game that you're going to blackjack i'm actually very prepared i'm um one summer between college years i took a blackjack dealing class oh 
I'm a certified blackjack dealer. I, hope, I probably shouldn't say that out loud before going to Vegas. No, it's not illegal to count cards. You can only not count cards with others. Okay, so it's the the team. It's so the, you and your dad can't. Uh, right, I can't say, "Hey, that. Dad, it's uh, table's getting hot. Come sit down yeah, and yeah. big." No, it's yeah. you play the game. You keep to yourself and uh-huh. start betting big when you feel. You know. Do, do you kind of have a goal that you want to get caught counting cards? Oh no, no, Vegas is <laughs> a real deal. I've been during the dealer class. I was up in upstate New York when my parents moved up there. Uh-huh. I got uh, certified through Turning Stone. Okay. You know, and they were saying, oh yeah, Vegas dealers, people say like, blah, 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 blah. Like there's like some uh, stereotypes of Vegas dealers. Okay. Okay. So is Blackjack the game? The game that you're going to be going Oh yeah. Which is mostly. Right. And my, my cousin's telling me I have to uh, place a bet on the Patriots game. Well, yeah, absolutely. Like at least like money line them winning. Yeah. Yeah. Legal. Legally. <laughs> so it's legal there, right? Right. Right. That's cool. So, um, so you said that uh, your brain surgery was 2014. I didn't want to jump back to that. Uh, any, any additional seizures you've had? I did have a couple after surgery. Okay. And that was only because my surgery, they couldn't get all of the tumor just based on where okay. it was located. Mm-hmm. And they're doing like during the surgery, I luckily had surgery at Yale, New Haven Hospital, living in Connecticut place. at the time. Right. <laughs> right. So the guy who did the surgery was the guy who invented the type of surgery for that type of tumor in that location. Wow. The, yeah. Perfect wow. man for the job. And 11 hour surgery on a Monday morning. <laughs> Good grief. Walking around on Wednesday and left the hospital on Friday. Wow. Was, wow. I mean, the brain is such a funky thing. Like mm-hmm. telling people I had brain surgery is intimidating. Like that's scary. Sure. But I'd rather do that again than like break my leg or like Kyler Murray, like blow up my ACL. Oh, yeah. Like right. that's, just, that's right. so scary. Like mm-hmm. I don't want mm-hmm. that at all. But people are like, that's your brain. But I feel like anyone who goes through what they went through is sees it differently than everyone else. Sure, looking. sure. Yeah. Yeah, your your own experience. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem as uh, as tough or as wild as somebody else's. Exactly. That's, uh, that's awesome. I feel like I could just start mentioning things and you're going to say, Oh yeah, I know how to do that. Oh yeah. I got, right, yeah. <laughs> I got certified in that or, you know, yeah, I, I, I once was a professional diver, maybe not professional. I, I did diving. Yeah. No, my, uh, <laughs> my freshman year of high school, instead of playing hockey, I was on the dive team. Part of my weird did every sport growing up. Uh-huh. I had the school's decathlon record for a year. I, and it's not a sport, but I woke up randomly one morning to, hey, good, happy birthday. We're going skydiving. Oh, awesome. That was fun. Yeah. My <laughs> sister did it with me, but it was, I'm just told, like, and I, I'm in, like, I'll, I'll do all, anything extreme yeah. or fun, sporty. Like, I'll, my sister did gymnastics. I was in the gym next door on the trampoline team. How old were you when that was? Um, 
12, 13. Okay. So yeah, old like enough, middle, like, middle school. You had some coordination and you could do yeah, some stuff. Yeah, doing all my flips. And that's how I ended up diving. I was doing some flips and tricks off the diving board one summer. Mm-hmm. Someone on the high school dive team said, what do you do in the winter? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to play hockey. No, you're not. You're going to dive. <laughs> and I was at the age where I was still playing uh, like rec hockey and had okay. one more year of that. So my freshman mm-hmm. year, I played hockey out of school and dove okay and then sophomore year we i played ice Talked hockey into the... yeah played for my high school wow that's awesome sam that's really really fascinating and uh varied i mean a uh, yeah jack of all and trades for sure playing all these sports growing up i felt like i was a good enough athlete to to do to pick one and see how far it can go but yeah i yeah. found fling golf so here we go so is is this the one that you're like okay I, I see a path forward in in this and see how we'll do? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, my hockey coach who coached for twenty something years, we were doing like preseason stuff. Mm-hmm. That uh, like after I graduated, he's like, yeah, you're one of the better athletes I've ever coached. And like not being cocky, like I really do feel yeah, like I'm yeah. a very good athlete. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think fling golf might be the the needle in the haystack that I've found in all That's the sports awesome. that I've played. Well, good. Well, it's, uh, it is great to have you as part of the community and uh, number five yeah, the, in the world. The community was awesome. I, I wouldn't be a part of this community. And I probably wouldn't be talking to you right now if it wasn't for playing with Zach, telling mm. him like, Hey, I'm only here for the individual tournament. I'm not, staying over i'm i'm going home oh, that's right you were and you were just yeah signed and up for the- zach and uh big cat they said yeah you we have an empty bed in, in another room you can stay with us <sighs> that yeah and staying with completely, them completely yeah. unsurprising but right. like, but uh, that's awesome it just shows you right there how good the community of fling golf is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the types of people that you're going to meet and going out <laughs> to the, the the brewery afterwards yeah, and just, yeah you compete on the course and then you're really good friends off the course and yeah. I credit credit my into the group with those guys letting me stay over for sure so, well what a that's a big yeah big kudos to uh to zach and to mike uh for that and um so yeah you didn't have a partner for sunday until right. end, of, end of day saturday and uh, you and jason uh, yeah, came I, out and they were joking with me i came in second the individual tournament and said I don't have a partner in there. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna struggle finding a partner. <laughs> you know what? I was I was kind of wondering um if there was gonna be any of the results from Saturday that might put a crib in some of the partners if there might be some switching <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah. I, I don't think that, that happened. Um uh, I know you and uh, I think well, two, Jason two. Jason was uh oh yeah, we played well, players. we tied with uh Austin, with Showtime and Kenzo, the two yeah, yeah. players of the year announced today. Congratulations. Yeah, big, big uh congrats to Ken and Austin on yeah. that. That's uh that's really exciting. So they they had a better gross score. Is that right? Right. They they beat us on gross. We had an 80 with mm-hmm. 11 Reggies, and they I think had a certain amount with fewer Reggies. Right, right. And so our 80 score, Jason and I had 40 putts. We, we had, and a four putt. Yeah. We, 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 (laughs) everyone left something out there, but we left a lot on the greens. 
the, the oh. alternate shot format was 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 tricky. Like I'd try to putt something oh too far past the hole. Right. I misread it, and then it left him too hard of a putt coming back. And all of a sudden, it's a three putt. Yeah. You can't fix your own mistake. Yeah. No. It, it I, was, I liked uh, that format. And it, it was it was fun and challenging. Yeah, I'm excited to see how the other uh, future tournaments come. And mm -hmm. I will be in San Diego. I'm excited. I got some clearance from school. Some nice, time off. Nice. That's yeah. good to know excited I, and i i'm guessing you'll probably have a chance weather-wise to to be out on the course uh yep, unlike some folks practice rounds and yeah. you know, unlike those up in maine and yep. in the mountains of colorado even mm -hmm. in pennsylvania delaware uh, oh, those guys are uh, on the beach i, I think they're, <laughs> they're, they're, it, it may be a bit colder but i think they'll be fine <laughs> yeah, i definitely have to get to the delaware tournament next year yeah yeah yeah, it's exciting. I'm trying to go to all of them, but so many um, options. So, this is yeah. I've I've enjoyed, even though this was our uh, our redo. I think it. <laughs> I, it's, I think it was good. It's definitely been good. Yeah, um, thanks for uh, having me. Really, uh, really enjoy getting to talk to you, Sam, and uh, look forward to um, uh, to what 2023 brings for you and for the sport. Thank you very much. I'll see you out there. All right. Thanks again to Sam for joining the podcast and sharing all that you did, uh, especially about that um, that brain tumor, your brain surgery. Uh, it's so good to know that uh, you are recovering, uh, you have recovered and are doing uh, really well with that. Um, that's really, really brave of you to, to share that and to be so open and funny and, uh, and real about it. Um, also, uh, <laughs> I don't know whether it's uh, doing the... Um, uh, the grappling fight uh, between you and Ken or finding some other games to throw in uh, along with some of the fling golf tournaments that we have. Um, I don't know that uh, anybody wants to go up against you in any of those other sports, uh, Sam, but uh, really great talking to you. Uh, to all the listeners out there, hope that, that was, uh, hope that was fun. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, we've got an episode of the After Show premiering uh, this coming Friday, uh, so look for that on YouTube. And... Um, I hope you have a great rest of your week and happy flinging.